Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing, my man? Fine, and yourself, ho, 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 <laughs> I am doing great. Well, you know, they, I, I have to be honest with you, we will not be doing part three of the 1960s, which is 66 to 70, because that's pretty depressing, and we don't want to end the year on a depressing note, all right, because... Next week, I'll be going down for my brother's services, so uh, we will not be doing a podcast next week, and maybe uh, even the week after. But we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit more. But what we want to do is go over Christmas, how it was during Christmas, during our time. Oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. I did see Christmas Vacation. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, I've seen it once, and I'm done. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just did not get into it as much as you and my kids get into it. Oh, yeah. And I told you we had a Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. I saw the pictures. Debbie posted it on uh, Facebook. Oh. uh (laughs) And it was was pretty funny. But I I know (laughs) the guy that you were talking about. He was the same guy in Pritzi's honor, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. the little old guy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Charlie, she got to (laughs) go. (laughs) <laughs> that was, and the other thing that did it for me was uh, the kid, the the son of Chevy Chase. Oh yeah, is Leonard from The Big Bang? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going like, ooh, he was such a cute kid. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? That's what they say to me. Remember, I told you uh, when we were uh, doing our uh, 45th wedding anniversary. I showed the pictures to the people at work, and they were all going like, oh, Kathy, she looks fantastic. She looks, still looks great. And they look at me and says, Joe, what happened to you? Who's the dude with the fro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. But you know what? Though I, I have to go over a few things with you. Okay? okay. First of all, get this. I found an article, and it was from MSNBC by, I believe, the University of uh, Birmingham. And mm-hmm. this was published in the National Academy of Sciences. Now, look, listen, to here's the title, ready? Mm-hmm. Spending more time with your kids, grandkids, and their germs may lower risk of severe outcome for COVID-19, recent studies show. And Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) So, you know, and so, of course, they're talking about exposure to kids may lower your uh, risk of COVID or not so much risk of COVID, but the severity of COVID. Okay. And I'm going like, whoa, I'm reading that. You know, I'm going, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. COVID affects those of us who are old and have underlining conditions right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We that are old all have underlining conditions. So I figured this is a way to get rid of the baby boomers. <laughs> this study, yeah, spend some time with your kids and grandkids. And you know what? Catch COVID. That's okay. 
<laughs> I'm going, this is a conspiracy to knock off the baby boomers because you know what? We don't trust the government worth word spit. <laughs> you can tell by what we what we've lived through. And I'm going like, well, come on. This is just this is just something else to put out there to say, yeah, you know what? You guys just need to catch COVID and you'll be just fine. Right. <laughs> oh. And, and why not pick up yeah, why not start smoking? <laughs> yeah, and gain about 50, 60 pounds. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I saw that and I'm going like, come on. <laughs> we know you, we know the thing. Oh, well, for me, it was a eventful of, uh, weekend. You know, we had gone to uh, Cambria for the uh, oh, Christmas beautiful. lighting, Christmas lighting thing. Oh, I never did see that. Beautiful, I'll bet. Oh, my goodness. Cotton, you got to go. It is over 2 million lights, and they say it takes two to three months to set it up. Wow. I mean, it is something. I think uh, I, my wife posted some stuff on uh, Facebook on it, and yes, they, oh. they got me to get in one picture. That was it. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you know me. I got a face made for radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I don't. Is there, you don't, a, is you there don't, a head yeah. behind that nose? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I take a picture, if I'm in it, I'm making sure my grandson's in it because he's so cute. Nobody will look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something. You know, one thing that really stands out while I was in Cambria viewing the lights is the strollers that people have. Have you seen these strollers today? <laughs> Well, I, I've got one in my garage, but some of those other ones, yeah, it's like it's like a tank. Oh man, it's like like a like a fortress of solitude. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. my don't, and then you know what? You know, it's like these kids are like wrapped. You're right, like in a tank. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. And not only do they have the ones that are tandem, but they have the ones that are side by side, so you can't get past them. <laughs> Well, going, and now uh, and now they have to meet all these these different what do you, what what am I trying to think of regulations regulations and the one we got in the garage we just got to I guess end up getting getting rid of it because you, you uh you're not allowed to use it anymore. <laughs> well, you know I, I'm looking at these things and I'm going like you know what it is let me tell you what it is okay mm -hmm. is that we as we get older revert back to what we were used to. For instance, us, right? In other mm -hmm. words, you think about the the, the uh, patio chairs, the folding chairs we used to have, right? Oh, yeah. The sand chairs, remember those? Mm -hmm. They were like our strollers. Remember they had, uh, the, in the 50s and 60s, we had the little, it wasn't a folding, but it was just a uh, chair with a little table. And it was they were pretty substantial back then, yeah. if you remember that. Yeah. Now, when we were growing up, when we were raising our kids, what did we have? Those umbrella strollers. Yeah. Uh, and were they bad? <laughs> there was nothing safe about them things. Right? And then mm -hmm. what happens when they grow up? What kind of chairs they like? Right? Is those ones that fold to the cloth that fold up to just about nothing? And they just, and they, and they says, golly, it's just, it's the, it's the same thing they're used to when they we used to wheel them around in those uh, unsafe strollers. <laughs> yeah. They feel at home. <laughs> and one thing here before we get into the uh, into our podcast, all right, mm -hmm. 
I was reading an article and it's called uh, Toys Aren't Just for Kids, right? And I mean, talking mm -hmm. about toy toys, not just regular toys, but apparently these days, uh, a surprising demographic is driving the growth of toy sales this season. It's grown-ups. <laughs> Their grown-ups yeah. are buying toys. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> and you know what? And the business, you know what? They've uh, coined a, a phrase for this demographic. They call it kid alts. <laughs> K-I-D-U-L-T-S. <laughs> and what they do is what they're doing is they're coming up with like Legos and, and things that they used to make in the 90s and remaking really? them because they are buying these toys for themselves to Adult kind of remember toys. the old uh, the old days, right? Yeah. You know, the annual toy sale. They are actually, they were saying that almost 20, I think it was 20% are of these people buying it for themselves. So they're actually going all the way back to the 70s, 80s, and 90s and making those kind of toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mattel. Well, there's a, yeah. I had, to, I had to get for my grandson. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to, but I love doing it. And he that's what he wanted was Star Wars action figures. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, thank, you. thank you, Disney, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Mattel is relaunching Barbie and Hasbro is relaunching Dungeons and Dragons, the figures. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm going like, okay, what are they going to do for us, right? The baby boomers, mm -hmm. they cannot read, they cannot relaunch a stick because that's what we used to play with. <laughs> <laughs> right? Get sticks and they're pretending they're guns or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or mud. They can't relaunch mud. <laughs> but i thought you'd find it i thought you'd get a big kick out of that yeah all yeah. right <laughs> well let's get back to the podcast as you know i said you know the the it was so depressing from the 66 to 70s we don't want to end the year that way so let's go into christmas now we're not going to go in through the toys because we already did one on toys mm -hmm. okay but if you remember back in the day, it was always a big family event. Christmas was all right. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but for for me, our household, we were very poor. Okay. <laughs> so you only got one toy. So you and that was the one that Santa Claus brought. You only yeah. got one toy. The mm -hmm. rest of your presents were the clothes and the shoes you were going to wear for the rest of the year. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, I, I was, we were the same way. Five and, kids. Yeah, you'd always get, and if you ever noticed, like your jeans and everything like that, always had those iron-on patches to oh, cover yeah. up the holes. <laughs> yeah. And if your shoes didn't last long, you just put a piece of cardboard in there. Eh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was just a tradition back then was just unbelievable. I yeah. mean, it was it was very very structured, very religious. I am sure you, being a Catholic, uh, probably mm -hmm. went to uh, many midnight masses. Uh, not many midnight masses because mm -hmm. you know there are five kids. So, <laughs> well, we that, that would be the best time to take them because they can sleep through the mass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
didn't didn't work that way. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. No. My my mom was very very religious. We went through uh, a lot of those uh, Christmas, Easter, all all of that was big time. Now mm-hmm. my mom always made a ham. How about your mom? Ah, uh, turkey. A turkey. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You're you're used to uh, the turkey. Yes. You know. So, uh, but uh, the thing that I'd like to go over is about Black Friday. Do you remember, did you see the news lately about Black Friday? No. Okay. They're showing Black Friday. It's nothing. Nobody goes to yeah. Black Friday anymore. Yeah. Do you remember when we were growing up, especially in the 70s and 80s? It was mayhem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. seeing those clerks like at Walmart on the top of the pile of, the, of, of all of these whatever the big thing was, like TVs, and they're throwing them to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, they yeah. are just, oh, man, it was unbelievable. And you know what? In all honesty, when you talk about Christmas, uh-huh. Christmas really didn't take off till the 1920s. Oh, really? As we know it today. Mm-hmm. In the 1900s, one out of five Americans had a Christmas tree. Really? Yes, sir. And the reason why is basically Christmas was for the rich people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, people who had money that can, you know. And what ended up happening in the 20s, we started becoming very prosperous. And then everybody was started to do Christmas. Mm-hmm. So before then, it really wasn't a big deal in America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Black Friday, the first Black Friday started back in the 1950s in Philadelphia. Did you know that? Huh. No, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Yeah, and the reason why they did that, Philadelphia did that in those days, that Friday, is because the stores around the city wanted to promote sales ahead of the Army-Navy game, because that was big time, which right. took place Saturday after Turkey Day. Mm, makes know? sense. Yeah. yeah, so they wanted to take advantage of it. And you'll never guess who actually named Black Friday. <laughs> who? It was the police in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah, because of all the people coming in, they were saying, oh, this is it. This is Black Friday. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah, because of all, <laughs> first of all, there's going to be fights in the stores, right, for the sale oh, items. Because yeah. you know what? <laughs> they never had enough sale items. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. People always never had enough sale items. There'd be fights. I mean, I'm sure. See, now you did not work at a uh, big major retailer you were in uh, uh builders emporium and stuff like you're more in the lumber yeah, side okay the industry, yeah yeah i worked in the big retailers and oh my goodness fist fights <laughs> you talk about just unbelievable and what's the new thing these days by now pay later oh yeah we had that it's called layaway right <laughs> Right. <laughs> we had, did, and we'll, it, when I worked for two guys, what we had were trailers, 45-foot trailers would come in, and we would build, like, stilt shelving on each side, and the people would lay away stuff, and we'd put it in there. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. And we'd have a ton of them. And, of course, we had to have security because they were always getting broken into. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember this one time. <laughs> this one time i go out there and there's this big hole in the roof of one of the trailers and i'm going well what happened here and the guy says well we caught we caught a guy had you know cut the lock and he was in there trying to steal stuff well the security guy went in to get him 
Well, the guy decided to fight back a little bit. Really? Oh, yeah. And so they were uh, kind of tussling on the floor. Well, the other one, okay, <laughs> walks in, happens to have a shotgun, and just lets that baby rip, boom, in the air. <laughs> it caused a big hole in the in the. But I tell you what, the guy stopped fighting. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that layaway, come on, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, get this. Are you ready for this one, right? On Black mm -hmm. Friday, there has been 14 deaths on Black Friday. 14. Really? Yes, since the 1950s, there has been at least 14 deaths related to Black Friday. Well, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought it'd be more. To be well, with you. don't forget there's 117 injuries. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. The number one, the number one cause of death is is being trampled. Yeah. Number Jeez. number two is assault. So somebody are beating each other to death. All right. Mm. Number three is stabbings. <laughs> and number four is being shot. Really? <laughs> hey, man, people want their stuff. <laughs> Oh, man, you should see when we were closing down the two guys stores, right? For like yeah, some of yeah. the stores were closing down to uh, make room for FedMart and we're clearing everything out. Mm -hmm. Oh, you wouldn't believe the people. I remember this one, these two dudes, man, they were fighting over a shed, an arrow shed, the metal one. We yeah. had one left and it was like 50% off. I mean, they came to blows. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> It's like, yikes, man. These guys are just really serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, want, they want that shed. But, oh, yeah, oh, that, yeah. Was, uh, that was uh, unbelievable. We could not, uh, <laughs> you know, some of the stuff that went down on Christmas was just unreal. And then I remember one time we had to work Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Down one of the clerks comes down madder than a wet hen. I mean, she's upset. And she, I go, well, you know, what's wrong? She's just. Some woman came in 10 minutes before the store closed and she wants 15 blinds cut. <laughs> I guess you're working late, huh? 15? Yeah, what's up with that? I guess you must have, been, must have bought a new house or something like that. It's Christmas Eve. Okay, I want 15 blinds. <laughs> cut blinds and you remember how we used to do those do you remember how we used to cut the blind oh you never did that oh that was a great thing no oh no, yeah 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 me. we'd cut the blinds uh many blinds we do it all man we would do it all <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah did you have any traditions uh when you were uh growing up as far as christmas was concerned <clears throat> yeah we got to well the only tradition was is uh on christmas eve mm -hmm. we would open up a couple of presents yeah yeah, yeah. And that's, that's probably about the only thing. We'd only open up one present on Christmas Eve. Yes, yes. Right. And at my house, it was always closed, so I knew I was getting something. <laughs> I knew I was getting a pair of pants or shirt or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was going to have to last the year. <laughs> heaven yeah. forbid, heaven forbid you had a growing spurt. Uh, yeah. yeah, because then, you know, the pant leg wouldn't fit. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, raise the flag, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you look like one of those nerds showing the socks. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you remember what what is it the sewn in patches that they you have uh, oh yeah your... <laughs> yeah oh you'd have them all over your pants because you know you would uh I, you'd play with those pants you'd play baseball and you'd rip them they rip off the pocket well guess what you're gonna sew that baby back on the knees oh by the time by the time you your birthday and christmas came rolling around i mean the the, the clothes were like threads <laughs> You, know, yeah. you never threw anything away, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I still don't. Yeah. The, the socks would lose their, uh, you know, elasticity, and, and they'd just be hanging there around your shoes. <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing is, is that I have pictures of that because I had to scan pictures for my brother's uh, service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's some with me, and they're looking like, oh, dad, you know. And I was just, like I told you, a skinny kid, right? Uh-huh. And my daughter goes, shouldn't your your uh, biceps be larger than your forearms? <laughs> and look at the socks. They're all around your shoes. <laughs> ah, I said, yeah, that was, that was me. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one other thing we did have, too, which was a very, very, when I lived with my grandfather, is we would be allowed to open up, of course, one present on Christmas Eve, and then, mm-hmm. of course, Santa's present on uh, Christmas Day. But the majority of the presents that you opened were on January 6th. Or that really? Friday. Yes, yes, because that was the Day of the Kings. Oh. Yes. Okay. And they're very, very big in, in, in Latin American countries. In Spain oh, okay. and Europe and stuff like that, it's called the Day of the Kings because it's when the kings actually arrived at the manger. Oh, okay. Yeah. El Dia de los Reza. So that's that was it. That was makes it was kind of like the glorification of the baby Jesus when the wise men came, and that was very big. And when my grandfather was alive, that's when it was happening. Huh. Oh yeah. And then he also had a, uh, and it was a tradition that passed through my mom. In his room, it must have been a piece of plywood, four by eight, and he would have a Christmas scene all through it, right? But they'd have the nativity in there as well. And what they would do starting on Christmas Day, and my mom used to do this as well, is they would move the kings, the three wise men, closer and closer to the manger Mm -hmm. until January 6th, then they would be there. Oh, yeah, that was very, very big at our house. Yeah. You know, so that was, and, and my mom continued that tradition as well. That's great. Yeah, that was, that was very big. You know, we had animals, so we didn't do it at our house. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that, that was just wonderful. I mean, we just had a lot of good memories around Christmas. And you know what food we had? You had turkey, right? Turkey, yes. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. What do you think we had at our house? Um, Colonel Sanders? Oh, no. No, <laughs> tamales, baby. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, homemade. <laughs> okay, homemade. Oh, okay. And then this is this is the funny part. My uh, in-laws and, and and my wife, they all get together and they make homemade tamales, the most delicious that you will ever have. Okay? Really? One year they made a thousand. Really. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was kind of like, you know, we're making it and they said, oh, we got more meat than we have masa. And well, let's go get masa. And then, okay, oh, we got too much masa and not enough meat. Oh, let's go get some more meat. And they just kept on making them. <laughs> three days. Oh, man. <laughs> they go for three days. Okay. Yeah. And Must then, have been a heck of a dump. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was always what, what happened was that all the the nieces and nephews and everything like that, once you hit 18, you were allowed to come into the inner sanctum of making tamales. And they all look uh, forward to that. They all really? said, oh, we can't wait. Huh. My daughter Do does it. The f- what, what's that? Do you ever make them? Uh, no. Our job was to, they had these huge pans, was to move the pans and move them out into the, uh, into the garage where they had these eight-foot tables, and then we would lay them out so they can cool. Huh. After, so we had to move all the, the, do the, just basically the muscle work. So we had to move the pans, empty them mm-hmm. out, and then bring them back in, clean them up, bring them back in, and then they would uh, start putting in the rest of the uh, tamales on the other one in the next, the next batch. But my daughter, right, she's looking forward to this. It's kind of like, oh, I, you know, this is a coming of age to be in the inner sanctum and make tamales. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's really excited. And she, she starts at 18 years old when they can come in. She starts it, right? And she's, really? Yeah. Yeah. And she's doing it and stuff like that. About halfway through, she turns to the younger ones and say, you know what? You better pick this up as a tradition, because with me, I ain't doing it. <laughs> that was it. She said, no, I'm a, I'll call a tamale man. <laughs> There's no way I'm going through this. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't, uh, you know, because of uh, things happening, we haven't done that in the last couple of years, the pandemic and everything like that, so. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, and you know, well, let's be honest, we're getting up in age a little bit. So, you know, and the, the young kids are going like, we're ordering it from the Tabali man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is, you know, but it's just yeah. a wonderful, it was a wonderful tradition. And it just uh, brings a family together. And I'll tell you what, every, and I know this is uh, with the, uh, my wife and her sisters and sister in laws and everything, like, Every muscle hurts when you're done. <laughs> I bet. That's wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one year, a thousand tamales. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like I said, it was just a wonderful tradition. And that we all get together. We all have a great time. And we laugh. And just think about uh, what we were grateful for. And, and uh, say a prayer for those who are not with us at this time. But, uh, you know, it's just, just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. So, Cotton, I'm going to tell you this, man. We probably will not uh, do another podcast till uh, probably the second week of January. All okay. right. Just okay. let me know when. and uh... I sure will, my man. Okay. Other than that, you have a great one and have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You too. You too. I sure will. Okay. Have, All a, right. good, have a good one, my man. You too. Bye-bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this one quote. You can tell a lot about a person by the way they handle three things. A rainy day, lost luggage, and a tangled Christmas tree lights. Until next time, may God bless.